please do not react. I think we need to unpack a few things right off the top. And remember, someone is always watching. Hello and good evening. It is February 27th, 2022, and we are ready to kick off another season of Big Brother Canada, the 10th, if you will. Um, I'm Dave Mater, joined here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting with my brother Jeff and with Jamil Robinson to break down this cast, these 16 revealed house guests for Big Brother Canada 10. Uh, we also have a draft um, that we are kind of uh, unfolding as we learn about these house guests. Uh, two picks have already been made. Jeff has, is 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 studying to uh, to you know his he's the third pick, so he's getting ready for that. So uh, oh, I'm so bright. That's good. Okay, so guys, it is uh, it's coming up uh, this Wednesday, March the second will be the premiere of the show, and there are 16 Canadians like ourselves, uh, who are getting ready to play Big Brother Canada. Jamil, are you excited? I'm always excited when it comes to Big Brother Canada. Um, it's like a fresher breath air when you get the cast. You're like, wow, it doesn't suck like the American one does. And not to completely <laughs> crap on last year's, but there was a couple of duds in the last one. At least this one is a little bit more eccentric. Um at times a little too eccentric, but we'll see how it all pans out. I'm very excited. Let's see it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, as KC would say. Um, and and uh, and Jeff Mater, uh, I know, well, as, as he's labeled himself here tonight, the Big Brother Canada super fan. Um, although that you know that's uh, a little bit in jest, as you have always been a true faithful to the American version, but uh, always kind of contending that the Canadian uh, product may be inferior by by comparison. Uh, so we're gonna find out. I would never say such things. I'm a BB Can <laughs> super fan, Dave. Yeah. I'm I'm here for the show and nothing else. Uh, that's all I need to say yeah, about that. He's a that. Dimitri Stan. Dimitri yeah. Stan. He's a Dimitri Stan. Yeah, um, he is. Or a Victoria Stan, perhaps uh, oh. from last last season. It's war. Come for me. I'm coming for you. Yes, I love a good mess. A good mess. And I think we got some potential in this season of Big Brother Canada. Um, so as we had mentioned, there are two house guests that have already been drafted in our group of eight. There's the three of us here tonight. And then uh, well, our Jeff and I's respective spouses. We also have Daryl uh, Clark, who opts out of this particular one because he doesn't get Big Brother Canada. Where he he's is. afraid. Even though he's, he's Canadian, but I guess just too hard in West Virginia for him to get it. Uh, and then we have, we have Sean and Jen as well. Uh, and so, um, and and Sean and Jen have already picked as they ended up with the first two picks. So I thought maybe we could start with our first overall draft pick, talking about this particular house guest. Uh, this and, and and Jen was the one who had that pick, and uh, she took Jessica Gowling, uh, a 35 year old visual artist from Cranbrook, British Columbia. Uh, what can we learn here about uh, Jessica? She's the uh, she calls herself an eccentric visual artist and super fan, trying to slip under the radar by playing a cool, calm, and collected social game. But underneath it all, Jessica has a master plan to outwit the competition and claim the crown. Okay, okay. Why, are, why are all of them like I have this master plan to hypnotize with them with my social game? Where uh, I'm just like all their bios are the same. It's a little bit lame. Yeah, well, the... <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, 
that's a lot of what is expected of them. And oftentimes people have had the strategy. We've noticed it for the last couple of seasons where people say kind of a generic, you know, kind of statement during their, you know, during their interviews. And then when you get to the show, you kind of really see the rubber hits the road in, in better words, I should say. So don't take it too harshly. What I'm looking at with what is being said is how they differentiate themselves. And also during some of the videos, you can see how they present their thoughts and feelings and how well they communicate that. Um, so, uh, Jessica. You, first yeah, of all, and Jessica. With Jessica here, I'm a little questioning two things. One, is she a tracer? And two, <laughs> tracer. You have a tracer. Fucking tracer. And Your mother's a tracer. Two, <laughs> yeah, your mother's mother was a chase. around your dead fucking body. Um, second thing, tarot cards, really? That's all. That's she, a, that's she mentioned. Yeah, um, I think eccentric. I think is the right word here. Uh, that's the impression I'm getting of Jessica is that she's kind of you know she's a little bit quirky, maybe a little bit uh, different. Um, and it'll be interesting to see who she allies with. Um, but she she comes across as maybe like not a. Uh, like a maybe a tr more traditional sort of like the uh, the Barbie and Ken type players uh, that we might see in other seasons, uh, if you will. I think she's gonna gel just really well with like Summer, for example. Um, summer sales. <laughs> yes, summer sales. <laughs> summer. I'm gonna start using my hands a lot, you know, and I'm gonna talk in a weird way to express my thoughts and feelings. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to get along with Summer. Um, you can see that they're kind of, um, they're going to bounce off each other, ex like spiritually, especially. So, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so Jessica, um, not, not a ton to go off with so far, but we know a little bit. Let's talk about our second overall pick, Josh Nash, um, who, let's just find his photo here. Two first uh, names. Josh Nash is a 20-year-old, 28-year-old uh, pediatric resident. He's a, a doctor in training from Vancouver. He has 11 siblings, and he knows a thing or two about sharing a house with many personalities. Jeez. <laughs> uh, he will have no problem being a team player and creating strong alliances until he needs to break off all ties and fly solo to the end. No. He's going to be a hot mess. Jeff, are you sad you didn't get a chance to pick Josh Nash? Most of people, don't... I'm not sad. I'm, I'm only, honestly, I'm between two people that I've actually kind of studied. And neither of them have been picked. So, um, I'll give people a hint of who I'm pulling for. So I'll get in this frame. Now, if you understand that, you'll know who I, I'm going to pick when I draft. I don't understand it. so You I, don't I... understand it, but the, the community out there. I'm feeling them, and they're feeling me, so. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Josh Nash uh, seems like a handsome-looking guy. Uh, seems, uh, you know, he's he might, uh, being a doctor, you know, he might, uh, I don't know if he's single or not. Do they, they, it doesn't say here in his bio. Um, did you, uh, Jamil, do you know anything more about Josh? That I, we... I think he wanted, he was a no-man's. Um, if is I remember no correctly. I think he's, he's going no-man's, no Operation No-Man's, like, yeah. uh, like, like Xavier. But a lot of times, people, yeah, you see how well that went for Xavier, right? <laughs> well, sorry. Operation No Man's. Yeah. That, that, it, that didn't particularly happen up in Alyssa's crack. Um, <laughs> butt crack, mind you, butt crack. Let's, let's be PG. 
I'm just upset. Yeah, of course. We understand, Alyssa. Okay, so those are our first two house guests, uh, Josh and Jessica, which puts the ball in Jeff's court as he has to pick somebody uh, of this cast. And uh, Jeff, uh, I think know, I know who I'm going to take. Who are you eyeing right now from this? I'm going to I'm going to take Marty. Jeff is going to take Marty. Let's just find Marty here. Uh, where is Marty? Marty Frenette from a 42-year-old uh, from uh, Petit Rocher, New Brunswick. Let's bring up Marty here. Uh, where is he? Sorry, guys. I have to find the photo. He seems like he's a family man. He seems mm -hmm. like he's got a good personality. He's going to get along with people. A lot of these people are going to have big egos. I think he's going to be able to get out of the way of them and just kind of like uh, and Big Brother Canada, the old guy doesn't get taken out right away. You know, it, it's a bit better. It's not like the American version, you know. So I find, uh, I think he's a good pick here. Okay, it, so. it, 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 it very depends on who he, like, initially connects with. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. We have um, another individual from Quebec as well. and um, Marty's not from Quebec. I know, but, like... She probably speaks French too, but he's also he's an East Coaster, so he might connect with the Halifax guy. True. Um. So do you have a three way of um, connectivity? We can can we see a, a somewhat Beast Coast alliance? I could see. I could a see Beast something. Coast, Jeff. Yeah, that's that's this kind of stuff we say in in Big Brother Canada, you know, because we've got the East Coast and then, then the Beast Coast alliance. I like it. So yeah. Martin Frenette. Is my pick? Yeah, I like. <laughs> at, at, so at forty three, he's not he's not drastically older than me, but he uh, he is the oldest person in the house. He's a he calls himself a cool dad and a nice guy, but don't let him fool you as a fraud investigator. Ooh, he will be able to sniff out the liars in the house. I think that's probably true. All he deals with is having to deal with people who are trying to lie to him all day. That's a good that's a good job to come into the house with. Oh yeah, right. I like that. Uh, okay, so we we have Jeff's pick. Jane is next in the draft. I don't know if she. I heard the tub running, so I don't know how quickly we're going to get Jane's pick. <laughs> um, but yeah, so three are off the board. Uh, okay. If Jane, <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Jane, run to the tub, dude. Run to the tub. Yeah, okay, hold on. You guys, you guys talk about Marty for a second. I'm going to ask Jane. If she's well, here's the deal with Marty. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to come across as like, oh, the cranky, the lovable French guy. He's different. Let's not get rid of him. You know, I think you know. Let's keep him around just because he's kind of fun, and then he's going to kind of sneak under the radar a little bit. And um, that's kind of what. He he's the type of person that's going to win the first week HOH. Yeah. So I think he's going to put a lot of groundwork in. Um, he's he's already stated that he plans to to try his best and gun for every comp. He wants to be known as a comp beast. And, you know, sometimes there is um, a lot of carnival games, but winning can also come down to effort. Yeah. And if he already has the will to, to kind of succeed and aim to succeed, uh, that puts a lot of power in his pocket, right? So... Oh, I wish him well. I, I think it's a good choice. Good choice. So we get we have it. We have our fourth pick. Jane has taken Herman. Oh God, this Herman Nishi Nishki. It doesn't matter. I couldn't understand. 
I could I, I these he I watched his video and I was like no there's everything about him no <laughs> I was I, he would I would want to evict this guy if I was in the house just he's just too much energy not for me okay, let's get this let's get this shot of Herman here um because I don't know everything about these people yet okay so Herman uh Nizki how would you say this name N-I-Z-G-H-I. Just just go with it, Nizgi. You say Nizgi. confidently, Nizgi. There you Nizgi. Go. Okay. So anyway, so he is a 29-year-old auto sales general manager from Nanaimo, BC. Quite a bit of BC representation in these first uh, in our first four picks. Three of them have been from BC. Um, Which is great because then you won't hear that many people just complaining about, wow, there's so many people from Ontario. No, well, actually, it's, it's, there's a lot of people from all over the country. Uh, last last season, we had nobody from Quebec, as, as I recall. And uh, we have uh, th- at least two of them, I think, in this season. Plus, we have uh, Marty Frenette, from, who's a French-Canadian from New Brunswick. Um, yeah, okay. So, Herman, and, so, Jeff, you said you watched this guy's video? Yes, he's up. got a lot of energy. He runs at the camera. He's like, I got cars to sell you. I got muscles uh i'm 29 years old i'm very successful i'm a great salesman it's just like okay buddy like sacrificial lamb let's take it down a notch (laughs) sacrificial lamb i wouldn't be surprised if he's the first one out sorry jane well what do you think the same way this this vest though he looks pretty dapper in this uh suit look he's he's not wearing that on he's not coming into the house wearing that yeah and he's no marty Fernet. and (laughs) so i don't know who he thinks he is but at the same time, same time, I don't know. I just think, I uh, just from his like video, and maybe like they're deceiving your videos. Maybe it's not truly who you are, and that, that often happens. But uh, people who brag about how much money they make, or immediately people, I'm like, all right, I'm, I don't want to live around you. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. This well, is not I the think. show to be boasting about how much money you make, especially when you know that Canada has a hand in voting for you. It's mm-hmm. it's a bad look and just a bad kind of strategy. It or like it already tells you what your your kind of thought process is, and it's not a winning one. But he's he describes himself as funny, magnetic, and one of a kind, Jamil. He thinks he's funny, magnetic, and one of a kind. Yeah, other but... people are allowed to say that about you. You're not allowed to say that about yourself. Yeah. Right. All three of those things. He knows how to light up a room. He thinks he lights up a room, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what he's probably doing is taking a conversation and throwing gasoline on it. His um, promise, though, is to stand by his morals and never quit. That will take him to the top. He won't have to quit. He's going to be gone very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of reminds me of Adam a little bit. He's got a bit of Adam vibe to him. Mm. Just high energy, like loves money. Um. Yeah, I, I just don't see him vibing with this cast. Okay. I know who I'm taking, guys. Who are you taking? Um I, I'm sure I'm sure he will not I'm gonna reveal it through the photo. Don't my pick. My, don't take mine. Is Tynesha White. Okay. Okay. Tynesha, okay. Tynesha White. So she's a 32-year-old model from uh Montreal, Quebec um let's just pull her up here yeah and so um she i don't know she just 
I love this dress. <laughs> okay, that's not a good reason. Okay, oh, that... <laughs> so you <laughs> oh, Look at this God. dress. It's great. It is a great dress, but she's not wearing that same dress on the show. Well, she might. Okay, she's here representing all the single mothers of the world. All of them? All of them. She's here to represent oh, for all of them. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I think she's got a lot of power behind her in this way, you know. Um, yeah, Tynesha, uh, and she uh, she has a, zene, a je ne sais quoi energy, she says. Mm. What does that mean? Does that mean, like, why not do it? No, it means, like, you can't really describe it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what she's gonna say. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know what is what it translates yeah. to, and uh, you know, it's like so. She just has like sort of um, it factor like a charisma, a charisma. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what she she thinks. Um, very striking, um, but there's a lot of individuals here who are not really interested in romance. Um, it's gonna come down a lot to interpersonal relationships, and. She's gonna have to show that she has the skills to succeed. See, I, when I see her, my impression of her is like people are gonna want to work with her. You know, I think she's just she seems very friendly, approachable. I think that the fact that she's, uh, uh, I don't know, she's got that je ne sais quoi. You know, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like she's a little naive, like uh, as far as like. Um, strategy like i mean i know she was said to watch the show and stuff their kid but like i don't know i just don't i don't see a gamer here i see somebody that's like gonna be like you know a fun person to be around in the house but won't really be have their head in the game that's kind of how i see her well there you go well I, I i i can't disagree because we're going off so little at this point right um, but you know, it's first impressions. That's kind of like the thing about these drafts and these cast previews. We're kind of like, we're, we're going off very little information, you know, a couple a video of a short little bio and just a photo, right? You know? So it's like, what can you take from that? Uh, we can be dead wrong about people, but you know, it's, uh, I can't wait to be dead wrong about like, it's, it's fun, right? It's fun. It, all it is, is just, it is a basic kind of you know, observation, a first observation, a first impression that these individuals have given us. And that's what we're basing our opinion and our draft order on. Yeah, we so, have no idea how they're actually going to play in the game. Yeah. And I could be totally wrong about everyone I've said. I mean, Marty could go home first. No, I, I think what you Marty's have to do sometimes... first. I think what you have to do sometimes is just, like, anticipate, like, I guess, who who's going to work with who, you know, as much as you can try to, like, predict that based on, like... People are t tend to work with people that remind them of themselves, right? You know, so they'll, you know, wh whoever, whatever that might be, if they have a, if they have things in common, you know, if they're, if they're Instagram models or if they're, uh, they have like a certain age or there's a showman's involved or whatever, right? We, we, you know, we've seen this uh, season over season. And I think like, uh, you know, there's strength in numbers in this game. And uh, I see, I see like a player like Tynesha being someone that, you know, they'd want to include in their numbers, um, potentially. Of course, comp threats are always the most uh, uh, important. Now, uh, Amanda has the next pick. So I don't know if she's ready or not. To hey, Je uh, Jeff, why don't you scream for her? Yeah, <laughs> that works. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll wake her up and the baby. Yeah. And I think that might go over really well. If she's not able to make her pick, um, we can <laughs> we, we, we can uh, definitely uh, skip it. But 
uh, we can just pick whoever whoever's next next alphabetically or something in the in the in the in the in the cast and just move on to them next. Did she tell you who? Did she tell you who she was interested in? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we'll give it another second, and then we'll move on to whoever is uh, in who, like I said, is alphabetically next, which I guess would be Betty. Yep, Betty. All right, I think we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we'll move it along. We'll, we got to move it along because we got to move it along here, Dave. Okay, this this person is. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't pick this person because she works in the same field as you. I know. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Betty. Betty Yursa, a 31 year old human resource manager from Edmonton. So she kind of works in the same field, but she's oh, I not... thought she works for a nonprofit. But yeah, she's in HR, so different. Maybe the well, same. She... That's not so, what I meant by field. Does she really know. work? HR. <laughs> I joke. I, joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, she works for a nonprofit. That's what I meant. Not that she's HR. Uh, yeah, okay, so she works for the same kind of company, but not the same kind of uh, department. No. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, right. All right, so Betty's, uh, she may be kind and free-spirited, but watch out for her fe feisty side. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. She's feisty. She looks really short. How tall do you think uh, Betty is? Not much stats um, provided, unfortunately. No, very little. Like I said, we're going off a photo and a couple of very, very few uh, details. She seems friendly. Like I think to be an HR, most people in HR are typically people, people, you know, because that's the the nature of it. Um, <laughs> well, I know. Yes, I know what you're saying. In my but... experience, it it, it can. Uh, they also kind of ruthless. <laughs> you kind, it kind of well. I don't know what to say. Um, she has, I, I think her style is nice in terms of her photo. Um, her impressions from her video didn't really provide me a spark that kind of compelled me uh, to put her on my short list of choices. Um, but you you never know. So this will not, this will not be in a pick of mine. Um, no, 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 not for me. Okay. Uh, just not, I don't think she's going to win. So not good. Uh, me, I have to pick somebody that I think is going to win. No Vegas odds on Betty for Jeff. Yeah. Or I there's I there's no there's nothing that really kind of no oomph that makes me want to to root for this person. Not to say that she's a good person or a bad person. I right. just wish there was a little bit more that was uh, portrayed via her 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 blurb or even her video. Yeah, not a lot to go on, but um, I I don't know. I I got a vibe. I don't know if it's a good one from Betty. Okay, let's move on to our next house guest, which I guess would be uh, Gino. Gino? Steven Gino Gianopolis from a 28-year-old firefighter from Laval, Quebec. So Gino, as he likes to be called, even though his real name is what? Steven? Um, it's because he's Yanopolis. Gino Yanopolis. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's a self proclaimed lover. He's like, oh, 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 oh. 
um, from, uh, and then uh, he's going to be sure to charm all the house guests. But his strong mental and physical game, inspired by his job as a firefighter, will make him unstoppable. He probably will beast out a bunch of competitions. That is, I can see that. Um, yeah, car- but unless he gets in good, carnival game will kill him. Right. carnival game now um uh, he's he, i think yeah like this is somebody i could see a lot of the house guests wanting to work with because they might they might see him as a has a potential to win uh we'll see if that's true but you know he's a firefighter so he's able-bodied uh and on some level he's uh, got a lot of uh, tattoos here too i don't know um you know not that i'm judging i just uh you know, <laughs> not that i'm judging but i kind of am judging well, I'm, I, I'm not just because I said he has tattoos doesn't mean I'm judging him. Uh, but he's got tattoos. Yeah. And him and Melina are probably going to have um, a lot of conversations about what does this mean? What does that mean? As both of them are heavily inked. And Melina is an artist. Yeah. Okay. So, Jeff, what do you, do you think uh, if you had to put some uh, odds on Gino, what do you think are his chances? Um,. I think if he gets in, like, the Pretty Person Alliance, he'll do fine. But that's if a Pretty Person Alliance forms. In Canada? Yeah, it doesn't always form me. It it does sometimes, but it doesn't always. But if he's in the Pretty Person Alliance, um, he could do well. I could see that happening. Now, one last question for Jamil. Jamil, what is going on with the sock situation here? There's no socks on Gino. (laughs) Uh, much like with, with, uh, with, you know, with, um, uh, with, with, uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember their names from last season, our final two last season, uh, with Tashawn, you know, and I, Jensen. See, this isn't good because, you know, you don't wear socks in your shoes. I don't care how clean your feet are. They're going to smell eventually. I want to live around somebody with some stinky feet. And you're going to ruin those shoes sooner. Well, that too. Okay. Um, I know it's a style. I hate it. I hate it. If I'm wearing shoes, I'm wearing socks. You know, that's just that's just. It's it. like like a, does he wear socks while he wears? Sandals? Or he might have like, the ankle socks, which I this I I hate as much. I hate just as well, much. At least you're wearing a sock. Uh, it's still I I hate ankle socks. He's, he's, it's not he, a good style. They're showing off the ankles. I'm, why? It's not sexy. Like I don't get it. Like it's know, not it's, practical. That's what these what these kids are into these days, Jeff. I don't know. These the kids. <laughs> They're going back to the, the 1920s. He's like two years younger than you. Or yeah, showing right some there, ankle. Yeah. Showing some ankle. Yeah. Ooh, ankle. All right. Let's get that ankle off. It's too promiscuous. Okay. Who is uh, the next uh, slide we have here is uh, Helena. Let's bring up Helena in the yellow dress. Helena is a 27-year-old master's student from Surrey, British Columbia. Um, she is uh, ready to be the friend, therapist, whoever needs her, to, whatever you need her to be. Uh, she plans to get the house guest to fall in love with her, but she isn't afraid of being cutthroat when needed. Okay. Uh, you gotta do better with these intro videos. I have to be honest. Like they literally use the most generic descriptive words. They're like, I'm a disaster. I'm clumsy. I'm, you know, like these are just very generic. Like this it's, really it's- doesn't. Jeff is just going to keep getting worse. I'm a mammal, two legs, yeah. hair with eyes, I, love I cry, I smile, you know, I go through all the emotions in a day. Like I sometimes I bathe in my mouth. Yeah, brush my teeth. 
<laughs> whatever else is going on. Yeah. So they all kind of, they just want people to like them, really. You know, I think that's why they, you get a lot it, of these six. It doesn't do a good job. <laughs> no. Right. Right. Because, like, liking or hating someone shows at least passion. Indifference is absolutely the worst thing that you can have. Right. Right. What do you, what do we know what Helena's masters is in? What, what her, what she's taking her masters in, or is that uh, still unknown? I would imagine it's not on the global site. So, um, but Helena seems like, you know, like obviously she's smart. She seems she's pretty, but many of these house guests are pretty. Um, and, uh, uh, Dave, is there any uggos in this, um, this cast? If we're, if we're gonna, who's, who's the uggo? <laughs> um, well, oh, really? You're gonna say okay? I wouldn't say anybody's hideous. Hideous. <laughs> they might get cabbage thrown at them in the house. <laughs> no. Um. I. You know, like some are better looking than others. I well, say. you find personally. Well, yeah, of course. It's my. I'm the one saying it. But I. Mean, I, I, I okay. I. I feel like also with this girl, she has like a punching bag in her basement, and they were like, "Hey." You probably never hit that. They're like, put on your gloves and just like, like she literally just like hits it like, ugh, ugh. And it's like, okay, you can make it look a little bit cooler than that. That's all I'm saying, right? Like there's straight, so, there's no straight shots, no, a couple, but not no jabs. Good. And I don't know. I'm more mad at the production staff than the cows guests here. I, I just don't understand what they're thinking. Yeah, it's Jeff. You say that until it's your turn to be on the show, and it's like, I'm Jeff. I like curling. <laughs> and they have like they don't even have you curling. They just have you like putting on like your shoes. I would <laughs> totally do that, but I would I would like wink at the camera. I would let the audience know. You could do everything silly. you want to. They can cut it a different way. That, that's the right. problem, right? Like they have because this is what I mean. I'm not mad at the house guests. <laughs> well, and like, generally, I think production just wants you know like. Everyone to like their house guests, especially to begin. You know, they, they don't want anyone to be considered a villain or anything or not. Oh, there is one guy that is definitely wants to be a villain. Well, the guy who's got who's going like this. Yeah. Okay. Let, maybe we should go to him next. I don't know if he's next in our order. He's not. But let's 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 uh, let's bring him up. Uh, and the name in question. <laughs> I have to just Kevin Jacobs. Kevin Jacobs. He's called now. Kevin Jacobs, twenty-eight years old. Uh, he's a sales engineer. A sales engineer. Mm. He engineers the sales. This is honestly the only, other than from my Toronto. boy Marty. He's not from Toronto. He's the only guy I felt is a good cast. I think this guy will be good TV. It's why. Why do you say he's not from Toronto, Jamil? Because he didn't pronounce Toronto properly. Oh, I'm from the- Toronto. Transplant. You're not he's from a, Toronto. Yeah, it's from Toronto. <laughs> I wonder where he's from originally. Uh, he has a diabolical plan to lie, trick, and pit the other house guests against each other, all while still making them laugh. Well, that's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, for 20 years old, uh, not, uh, that hairline pulling back. Uh, he, he looks like the what? Didn't he look like the um, not wheels? Uh, from Degrassi, it looks like the the principal from <laughs> Degrassi: The Next Generation, especially yeah. with that sweater, bro. That sweater, that that uh, that polo shirt. Yeah, this now. shirt, this shirt. Do you think he picked this shirt out, or do you think I, that was given to him? I'm more concerned with the shoe choice. <laughs> what, what is that about? 
yeah, I don't know. I okay. I you want you you were saying that um, so and so was going to be the first one uh, evicted. Um, no, he's weak I, too, dude. I think yeah. this. Oh, you, yeah. You you were you were saying Herman? that Jane Jane's pick Herman was was uh, sort of a lame duck, but um, I think that this guy is the lame duck. No, um, Herman's a lame duck, and then he's weak too. This guy's Remember, weak. Frenchy Frenchy last two weeks. Right. <laughs> what I do think you think is. This guy's going to be such a train wreck that he's going to be good TV. That's how I feel about it. I hope so. They they love to throw like this one kind of like oddball into the cast always. Um, <laughs> a uh, loose cannon. A loose cannon. Um, and I we never in Big Brother Canada HML we never because they shut that season down. But there was that guy who was like uh, he was Jamar. Uh, no, the guy who was like the brain. Oh, the mentalist. The, the mentalist or whatever, right? You know, how <laughs> oh, you had all like, these theories and he was good TV too. Yeah, so, it was um, full of shit. It was great. <laughs> yeah, he was just like this really out there kind of like um, almost like a like a, a Marty Robbins kind of a guy, yeah. you know, or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but um, what do you think his diabolical plan is and why will it make them laugh? <laughs> he will tell them is he, he plans to win and that will make him laugh. Okay. He's a little on the nose. He's he's um I don't really understand. I think he's like one of these people that watch the show too much, but really once he gets in the house, I don't think he's gonna know how to play. I think you know, like he's got he's gonna overthink everything and and not really be able to be himself. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. who will be? He's like yeah, like like I don't know who's gonna work with him. This this is the problem with like super fans like. I was speaking to you, speaking to me, but at the end of the day, when it's time to play the game, the game is people aren't chess pieces and you can't think of it that way. That's why people who have good social games or don't know the game and just interact with people as people are able to get a little bit of a leg up because people can trust that there's minimal ulterior motives that they're coming with when they're discussing things, when they're talking about things. I don't know if this guy's talking to me from what I've been presented so far. I'll be like, okay, there's uh, two lies, one truth in everything that he's saying, right? And he's 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 trying too hard, even when he doesn't mm -hmm. appear to be trying. Like he's trying, trying to find an angle. Yeah. And stuff. But I think he's going to be fun because he's going to be like... I don't know. He's either gonna get the dodo music in in DR because he's like thinks he's got this master plan and it's working and everyone sees through him, or he's going to try. He's he's gonna have some sort of a a decent arc where he's like maybe fooling one or two people, uh, or it like turns on an alliance. I could see that happening. I could also see him being like a Johnny Mac, even you know, or something like that. Uh, if if we're lucky. How dare you besmirch the good name, <laughs> Johnny Mac? Yeah, well, that's a lot to live up to. Okay, let's let's move on to. Uh, well, I'm kind of all out of order here, but now when we were going through in the alphabetical order, the next would have been J.C. Lynn. So J.C. Lynn Graham, a 24 year old social media manager from Thunder Bay. What what How social media is she running up there in Thunder Bay? You don't need to be local, or you can run it from home. Well, I know, but let's. Okay, maybe she's running a huge brand up there in Thunder Bay, but you know, maybe not. Um, that we don't know. What what does she say her in her bio? Uh, she is an undercover comp beast. Yeah, 
It wouldn't surprise me. I bet she looks like she was probably an athlete, right? You know, um, figure skater. Figure skater. Yeah. All right. She. Oh, like like (laughs) um like Mariah. Yeah, and she'll do as well as Mariah. (laughs) Moran. Um. Uh, Moran. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) JC Lynn will reveal her athletic side when the time is right, and if it works for her game, a showman's could be in the card. So she's looking for love. I could see her um going after gino maybe i don't care about the showmances here's the thing if you're there for love you're not there to win you know and i don't i'm not gonna draft you but jeff we know that like showmances can go to the final two like we 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 know that yeah it can be a strong uh you know the the ones that do are the ones that end up in long-term relationships like like Rachel Riley and Brendan or whatever his face was, uh, Jeff and Jordan, Chris uh, Mickey and um, what's her name? Well, Chris, yeah. Christmas in Memphis, Christmas in Memphis. Like, you know, like the ones that end up in long-term relations, those ones work out. But if you're just there to like hook up, uh-uh, that's when you get Austin and you get, uh, you know, you get Remember uh, Nicole Franzel in her season. She Nicole wanted Franzel and Hayden. Yes, exactly. She wanted that big tall guy the whole season. And right. then she ended up with Victor. And she, <laughs> she totally crushed him. <laughs> um, yep. Look, having a, a showman's is not necessarily bad. You just need to know when to cut cut it. And if you get to if you get caught with your your butt hanging out, not going to be good for you because you're going to be the one who's get caught. So. Keep your butt in your pants, JC yes. Lynn. Um, do you think that okay? I, the other thing about JC is I, I, she, I can't, it's hard to tell with these photos and everything else, but my guess is that she's like the shortest person we have here. No, she's probably second shortest with um, the one from BC being the shortest. She's probably what five, five, four. Yeah, she doesn't look five, very four. tall. She's gonna uh, go after Josh Nash. That That's what's gonna happen. You yeah. think she's going up because he's the doctor? Yeah, and like I think Jamil's right that Gino and uh, uh, uh Helena, Melina. no, Melina, sorry, Melina, Melina will they'll be a thing too. The yeah. the only thing that can cause her trouble, I think, is if she has the mentality that she's going to be open for showmance and she doesn't initially hook up with one, that's going to hurt her. She's she's going to like, well, yeah. why not me? And other people are hooking up, um, yeah. I, it's all about what, what I think with these showmance is when you get like these young single and ready to mingle types and they're all kind of like who's going to end up with who who flirts with who and you're, uh, that that's often like in both American and the Canadian versions you see this right um, that you know then that often shakes out into alliances uh, for many weeks does that make the show better like does the fact that there's like the sexual tensions like does that make the show like I find it unnecessary like I I think it's better when they're like you get an all star season and then you there's none of that really gonna happen and it's just you can focus more on the gameplay and less about like oh this person's with this person and they're you know, I think it adds something because I think like just coming off the Celebrity Big Brother three like we did which was a much older cast uh, who was playing you know most of them already have relationships there isn't like that potential for Rome in those kinds of seasons as much um and when you and in these kinds of seasons you get like a lot of alliances are built upon that it's a bit frustrating if like if you if you like let's say uh you're marty and you go into this house and you, you know you're not looking for love here you're just you know you're 43 years old and you just want to play 
you still have to navigate yourself around all these 20 somethings who are hooking up and you know trying and making goo goo eyes at each other um and i don't know it doesn't make it better or worse i don't know i think it's just the human condition it's just what it is you know it's um jeff people are going to be bad regardless of if they're a relationship or or not now we've seen in the past where duos have kind of been able to you know keep themselves in check or even parts of the duos been able to keep themselves in check while in a showman's right so while uh, the other one might be absolutely infatuated the other one is putting in work right like look at like date and company and you know they were putting in work while still maintaining pretty strong relationships with with you know various individuals right so right no Dave I just find like between Big Brother and like say Survivor, right? Like Survivor's had its showmances, but it's not every season. It's not expected, you know. It, it kind of happens like by accident. Whereas Older cast, eh, yes and no. Like, like there is times like when they did Millennials versus Gen X or whatever, and like there was one kind of like little showmance thing happened. That's the last time I can remember showmance on Survivor. You know, like it just doesn't really happen because one like they're stinky and like you know i get it they're in the middle of nowhere and like you know but at the same time i don't know i just find i find it better to focus on the actual strategy of the game and and the it, the interpersonal relationships that don't really have to do with romance because like i mean i get the intrigue people like to watch romance but i i just don't you know so like i i, I just kind of have to like get past it most of the time more. but okay well I, I think a lot of it has to do to just like with the nature of how big brother is versus survivor because big brother is all about who has power and you know and who gets to put those nominations and or vetoes and you know things up whereas in survivor mm -hmm. it's all about you know majority rules right so it's all yeah. about what the collective tribe wants and right. so i think showmances are a lot less um of a good idea in survivor right right but in, in big brother if you're like you know like i'm gonna i'm gonna cozy up to this guy who i think is really athletic and he's gonna win a bunch of competitions and he'll him or his allies will keep me safe you know i think that that's it, it's maybe not the most entertaining thing uh to watch but i think it's smart i think it's it's the right thing to do if you're you know depending on who you are in the game um Dave, I okay. think that would be 100% your strategy. Find the strongest male and cozy up to him. I think that that is like the prevailing thing we're seeing like season after season is that you have to, uh, it, it, you know, I think women can also be very good at comps, but I think uh, Tisha, um, um, Misha just showed that. Yes, yeah, yeah like you got you get like a Misha or somebody who is just super competitive. Uh, yeah, then uh, but uh, generally you see this more in men than in women. Uh, so it's you know it's but it, you know it's all over the place. And you know that these competitions are they try to make them somewhat random that anybody could win them on a given day. You know, depending if it's a puzzle or if it's a what what is the nature of it you know sometimes it's just like who can run up and down a, a thing faster or who could, who has more cardio or whatever but um that's why i like the mixing up okay let's move on to the next house guest jay we got jay northcott a 28 year old uh theater director from toronto or toronto um as you would say jamil uh he's got no problem commanding a they, room and taking charge they yeah, he's they them there. They. Oh, non-binary. Well, they is they them there. I shouldn't say he. They. <laughs> yeah. They. 
pronouns. Okay, okay. Get off my back. I, I'm just making sure you do. <laughs> I you, I heard you have four times. Sorry. <laughs> you just go on. on. <laughs> it's gonna be confusing. See, this is the exact problem with this. Like with, with, with him in the house, he's. I think it's gonna be tough for him at first. Or they. Sorry. Damn. See, <laughs> See it's already. It's tough for me Dude, on a, a, on a look, podcast. Show. So he, here's the thing. A lot of times people overthink when they hear about it the first time. Don't worry about it, right? It's not something that you're used to, but, and I'm pretty sure they will say, hey, it's okay, take a breath, Dave, <laughs> and just go on, right? And, right. you know, you'll you'll try, you'll try, you'll fail sometimes. It's not something that's that's normal, right, for you in your everyday life. Exactly. I'm not yes. as practiced with it. Yeah. Okay, um, but fair enough. But in, in a Big Brother house, is it's going to be difficult. It with is a not. Cat. With this cast, it's um, I'm I'm looking at a lot of these people and their videos. Um, extremely progressive. Uh, I think this is like it's going to be like nothing. It's going to be right. nothing. Okay. There there, right. there was another non-binary player a couple seasons ago, um, and. They, it got a little bit confusing sometimes in diary rooms because when other house guests were describing them, they'd be like, they are doing this, them are, or th they are them. And I'm like, are you talking about an alliance? Are you talking about a group of people? <laughs> so that's confusing it's for you. It's they should just say, just say the person's name. That would help. It, it's better. Yeah, so Jay. Yeah, just say Jay. Uh, Jay. Is, yeah, I, I would have to in the diary room because I confuse myself because I always, yeah, I agree with Dave. It's, I'm always thinking it's plural. You know, so I'm like, yeah, is am I talking about a group of people? Uh, and then I would just, you know, I don't know, mine, mine screws <laughs> you a little bit. But anyway, so <laughs> they are looking to use their leadership skills and acting chops uh, to play the lead role in the house, looking to be a mastermind. Um, Jay, 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 <laughs> masterminds. When people say that they're trying to be a mastermind, it rarely works out. And we already mentioned it with Kevin already. Once again, a lot of things form organically. So hopefully Jay has a good improv skills to be able to pivot appropriately with the cast included there. Um, I think, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of progressive people. And initially, whenever uh, someone enters the house, um, whenever someone sees someone who is uh, eccentric, then there's a lot of uh, a, a gravitational pull to learn more about these individuals. So you'll see uh, Melina and um, Gino and uh, uh, Summer Jay and, and, Jay and, and Jessica, and Jessica yeah. gravitate to the uh, to Jay to to kind of learn more about them. So Jay is cleansing himself in incense. Or sorry, they self <laughs> themselves. See? themselves. All right. This is difficult. All right. <laughs> and I think with Jessica's tarot cards, you're going to get a bond there. Right. Or or they're like oil and water. Cause, yeah. Because sometimes, like, you, you have, let's say there's three people on a spectrum, and you'll, you'll see individuals kind of like, oh, we have a lot of things in common. And, you know, we'll gel well. And then there's another person who also has things in common. It's like, oh, it's them. Right? And it could just be something that just turns them off. They're so close, closely aligned, it kind of 
there's like a an opposite reaction where there's just pushback. Because you don't want to cluster too many people with similar interests together because then it really stands out. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I don't know why, but from Jay, I get a real like Montreal, Quebec vibe for some reason. But I don't, I'm not sure why. Maybe it's the hearts all over the shirt. <laughs> I kind of agree. Like he does, he definitely has like the uh, the French joie de vie, if you will. Ooh, mm-hmm. Jean Le Joie. Okay. Uh, I, I, I keep screwing it up. <laughs> don't worry, don't no. worry, Jeff. One day, one day we'll get there. One day. Uh, okay, so then after Jay. Uh, we talked about Jessica. We talked about Josh. Uh, we talked about Kevin already. So then, I guess uh, the next we we would like to talk about is Kyle. Oh no! <laughs> oh, you, did you have somebody in mind? No, no, Kyle. Kyle is fine. Uh, does everyone know the story about Kyle Moore? Is there? A, there was, what's the story? Oh, is he a, the one who was supposed to be on? No, Kyle Moore. Okay, so what happened is when they announced. Uh, last year's BB9 cast, uh, there was a Colin Moore, and there wasn't a picture. There was a little brief um, information. So people searched him online and was messaging him saying, oh, congratulations. I didn't know you were on Big Brother. And then he woke up to the news. He's like, that isn't me. <laughs> right? Yeah, because that Kyle Moore was from Alberta. Correct. So uh, hilariously enough, uh, BB Cad has... Brought Kyle Moore 2.0, <laughs> right? The East Kyle, Coast edition. The Kyle we deserved, right? Not the Kyle that was canceled last year. Um, because the, other, that, the other that one was Kyle. a hockey player, remember? Yeah, I remember Kyle. Uh, I, I don't even, do I have any? No, I have no sound clips from him. Yeah, because he year. wasn't on the show. Remember, he he got replaced by the dude that um, um, who teamed up with the, um, the Rose show. Oh, so are you saying that that the guy who got kicked out for being a bad dude was yes. that that guy? Okay, Kyle yeah, Moore. Yeah, yeah, that was Kyle Moore. I thought Kyle yeah. Moore was the replacement. No, that uh, um, what was Rose Show's um, partner? It wasn't Kyle? It was another dude. I'll figure it out in a second. He was the one who does the um, the Big Brother camping reenactments or whatever. Yeah, the big lumberjack guy. Yeah, lumberjack from Big this Brother is, Canada. This is the Kyle Moore that was promised. The one that um in the ancient text foretold is coming. No, no, you you got no. You're the, the the original guy was Ethan Quantz. Sorry, that's that's who was supposed to play. But there was a Kyle Moore last year. That's the guy who played with Rocho. Yeah, I didn't like that Kyle Moore either. So, so he was 26 years old. Um, I think this he, guy views himself the wrong way. Like I'm watching his video, and he's like, "Dude, he's like hanging off like a rock climbing thing, and he's doing like he's running up Citadel Hill, Dave." And he's like, "I don't <laughs> see how anyone's gonna be intimidated by me. I'm only six five all day, and you know, <laughs> super ripped. And I mean, I have a podcast. I mean, how is that intimidating? Right? You know? He's a podcaster he, like he, us. Yes, we're we're each six five, and you know, climb stairs and are super six, ripped." Two. I can climb stairs. Oh, yeah, I can do it. I'm <laughs> sure. I can run um, sit at a hill. I've done it. I ran out of breath yeah, by the time I got to the top. He has an interesting nice. story. He's going to get in. Uh, his, he says his approach to the game is like chess, and he plans to upend the board as soon as he enters the house. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's again, just like... No. Because it's not... They're not actual pieces. There's no board. You're dealing with 15 other people. We already it's, established this earlier in the podcast. Yes. 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 But how can you not love that smile? Come on, look at this guy. I I don't like this guy. I don't. I wonder if he has flat feet. 
I, he's he's given the East Coast not a good name for I think <laughs> I th- <laughs> he's given podcasters a bad name. What did uh, you do? What did you ran up the hill? He's looking at people like chessboards, and he just doesn't have any self awareness. I think it's going to be not a good time for Kyle in this house. That's my I, this guy is definitely getting in a showmance. I bet you, probably. Mm. I don't think so. Uh, he's. I could see him going after you know someone like uh, J.C. Lynn or something like that. They're almost the same age. Okay, Maybe Kyle. He's... Maybe the Stephanie new- Patterson. Can we move on to this? this Stephanie girl? Patterson. Uh, yes. Well, I guess I, I was going to go to Melina next, but okay, we're going to do Melina. Yeah, but okay. So we have two Kyle Moores though, Jamil, in two seasons. Kyle Moore two point Kyle Moore two point I we'll spoke if- too soon. I, I spoke too soon. I like this outfit. This is yeah, good look here. Okay, so I, we got Melina, the artist we mentioned earlier, also tattooed. Uh, no judgment. I should drag um, her because of the pink pants. Yeah, so Melina is uh, also from Toronto. Um, Toronto. Ar- Toronto. You know, did, no, she, did, did she say it right? But you don't. Toronto. I'm not from there. Okay. Um, <laughs> she lives with spontaneity, or, spontaneity and no rules. So watch out. This wild card will shake up the house with her dynamic personality and calculated strategy. They're all looking to be calculated. Yeah. I feel like they're giving a script and like, say you're good at this and blah, 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 blah. It's just like, oh, okay. Oh. The Americans do do a better job with like their intro packages, I find. Um, uh, yeah. I think when they get on the show, that's when the personality will kind of. Yes. Yes. Just the They're like, look, bit. we're just doing this because we got to fill, you know, fill the, the details. Show's coming on. You got a week. We're already starting up the show. They're already in sequester, you know. Seven of these 16 house guests claim to be from Toronto. Um, that's a lot. I know. <laughs> Plus a couple from like you know generic Ontario like Thunder Bay. Generic and, uh, Ontario, wow. <laughs> Thunder Bay, the the great Ontario city of Thunder Bay, um, and that's it, right? Actually, there's so she's the only Ontarian who's not from the city. Wait, uh, no, isn't JC Lynn from Thunder Bay? That she's the only one. Oh, I thought okay, okay. Of, of the Ontarians, oh, yeah. they're well, all from this... Toronto. Oh, St. Catharines. Uh, I mean, from... Thunder Bay is basically Manitoba. That's not Ontario. Who's from St. Catharines? Um, oh, Summer. Yeah, Summer's from St. Catharines. It says Toronto on... on oh, so she's St. She's Catharines. originally from Toronto, but she lives in St. Catharines. Well, like, I think like we think that... Uh, what's his name? That uh, Kevin is from somewhere else, but he claims to be now from... I, I don't know. Kevin's probably from London. Are all these people like actually <laughs> from Toronto, too? Like, Or is it like, I like she live in Markham? You know, what is it? Or Richmond Hill or something like that, right. you know? Right. Uh, could be. You know, like, p- what 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 people will uh, say is Toronto or not is kind of ranges as, you know. Jamil's from there, though, so he knows. He can, I was but, born there, but I'm but you're, from the you, mean streets. You're, you know, Bram, Bramptown. Yeah, the mean streets of Brampton. The mean streets of Brampton. Okay, well, what else can we say about Melina? Is there anything else to note on her? I wonder if she can do the splits. And that's a wrestling reference, not some kind of like freaky thing, um, because there's a wrestler named Melina. Okay, there's something about her stare that is really like <laughs> Care Bear stare. Yeah, it's just getting. To, I, I'm like, I'm like, if I was in the house with her, I'd be afraid of her. 
Why? Her, she's just got this stare, like she's going to stare through my soul, and she's going to like suck in my soul. I think Dave, she'd be like interesting. Like Dave, know. I would suggest that if you ever in that circumstance, go up to the person and start talking to them because you need to eliminate that type of intimidation as soon as possible. Okay, that's good mm-hmm. advice. Okay, well, Melina, she's either super approachable and friendly, or or very intimidating. Straight up, a lot of like. I find that people with tattoos, majority of the time, very approachable, right? At the very least, you have an immediate conversation starter with um, asking about the ink. Right. Well, and you're right that her and Gino are likely going to have that that uh, in common, if only that, you know, to start off to uh, have some kind of a conversation. You know, and she's an artist, so can talk there's, about the story. There's people who get uh, tattoos for a variety of reasons, whether it be religion, whatever. Um, but there's something to say about individuals who get it where it is very visible on their person at all times. And that usually means they're very proud of what they have. And it's very dear to them um, in a, an outward expressive way that you, they want people to know. Now, if it was like a heart, you know, over here or on their their shoulder that's a little bit more for the individual itself you know or you know uh by a heart their... that says mom with an arrow through it no well not necessarily that but uh this one is out there to be observed she... and to be absorbed she has a sandwich on her right arm what is that what is the significance of that man people love sandwiches sandwiches rule do you not like sandwiches i wouldn't put it on my arm uh, well, that's your <laughs> that's your level of commitment to sandwiches, right. right. Melina. Otherwise, she's all about those hoagies. <laughs> and it's a, it's, right. it's not even it's a it's a half eaten sandwich too. Which yeah, is, see? Is, is, is there a deeper meaning? That's would be like my first question. Is there a deeper meaning behind the half eaten sandwich? Yeah. Let me ask. She's you already this. taking that bite. Sure. Yeah, baby. Uh, it's the sandwich represents life, and I'm just taking a bite out of life. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about the Tor- Torontonians, uh, and Jeff, maybe this is your spirit animal here, Moose. Moose. Um, moose. moose. We got Moose Bendago, uh, a 24-year-old content creator from the city. Um, and what else can we, can we learn about? Moose, moose seems fun. Um, moose, moose's uh, vibe, I get, is very like hippie-esque, I would say. Um he plans to be a gutsy player, trust his instincts, be loyal to his alliances, and his social game will put everyone under his spell. Oh, that's not a good one. So, yeah. Trust Is his instincts. What... The vibes I'm getting. Trust my instincts. Work on my social game. My social game is the important part that I need to worry about. I'm going to be gutsy, and I'm going to stick to my guns. He's saying a lot more than 99% of the cast is saying. Right, he's not saying he's gonna be a mastermind. Right, I have this master plan. You know, I'm gonna impose my will. No, I'm gonna trust my instincts. I'm gonna stay loyal. Two constants, two constants in this game that you you need to understand if you're gonna do. Right, right. No, and 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 be good at like you know competitions, which he's good at sports. Like, yeah, he's definitely um up there as a, I as get a like an Ethan Zahn almost vibe from this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I get to say and it's like if Ethan Zahn and McCray had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing Big Brother Canada. He was playing Big Brother Canada. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah. So Moose, I, I agree with you, Jimmy. I think Moose actually, you know, uh, now that we've, we're, we're talking through all these house guests, I'm like, oh, maybe Moose would be worthy of drafting. And if Ma- Amanda doesn't take him, I have a feeling I'm, you're going to take him. I'm, I'm definitely, if Amanda doesn't take him, I'm taking Moose. I, I'm he, was my the, he was the other person I was going to pick uh, if it wasn't going to be Marty. Well, and, Marty, but it had to be Marty. Okay, so Moose. Okay, Moose. Moose got a lot of promise with Moose. After Moose, uh, let's talk about uh, Jeff. You wanted to talk about Stephanie. Let's move on to Stephanie. Um, Stephanie. So Stephanie <laughs> Patterson, uh, twenty-six years old, child and youth worker, also from Toronto, um, and she is. What that pose looks Stephanie? like it hurts. <laughs> it does. It's very like not good on her spine. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem relaxed like the other women do it seems very hmm, yeah this is another forced. person i would want out of the house soon quickly just because she's like the type of personality i think that is just too much it says uh, it's know? an over the top she's an over the top personality yes and she's like a clubber and a partier all the time and i'm just like oh this is the new victoria yeah this is a bit like the new victoria well maybe she'll um you know, she'll start up conversations with our um, pediatrician. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our pediatric resident? Yes. Uh, Mr. Mr. Josh? Josh. Uh, yeah. So She's the she... last person you would think would be a child and a youth worker. Like, you know. But was that was... also Victoria's job? Was, was it? it? Was she she like was a, so- yeah, a social she was. service worker or something yeah, like she that? Was, yeah. yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's just not what I, you picture when, you know. When you think, like, I would imagine she would, like, work on a cruise or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> she just seems like a party person, not like somebody is like, going to be like, how about our kids? I don't know. Just... Maybe she's all about that Wi-Fi, you know, work hard, play hard, you know? I think that is actually what she's pretty much is all about, is the work hard, play hard type yeah. idea, she which means she... she might do okay, actually, because if she uh, p- treats the game like work, she'll do well. Yeah, she says she's she wants to be that shoulder to cry on. She wants to be everyone's best friend, and she'll use that those secrets they tell her against them. That's not a good strategy. Strategy. Uh, <laughs> that's a good way for getting people not to trust you quickly. Um, okay, yeah, Stephanie. I don't get like a super strong vibe from her. You know, right off the you know, just based on what we're we're saying and going through. She but. looks like she's in shape. She's about what five seven. You know, five, hard to seven. tell. But yeah, mm-hmm. like it's she doesn't mm-hmm. seem as short as some of the others. But you know, she's wearing like six inch heels, so it's a little she, bit. She literally says in her video, "If there's one thing I could ask Big Brother for, is a glass of wine and party all the time." Oh, she's totally the Victoria of this season. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know what, for television's sake, I would not mind. Just a complete mess. When right. it comes to gameplay, she's that girl. As she's we would say. that girl. <laughs> yeah, when they when they give the house guests alcohol, she will be. When she wins first... um hoh, she's gonna say, "Call me the HBC." <laughs> yeah, I laughed more at that than I should have. Okay, um, <laughs> Stephanie. Okay, and then after, uh, I think we're getting through most of these now. I think we're just down to summer. Let's talk so. about summer. All right, so uh, Summer Sales. Is this a real name? Summer hey, Sales? Summer, 1973 uh, called. They want their outfit back. Uh, yeah. What, She's what is... fun employed, Jamil. She's a fun employee mm. from movies. 
like you're wearing the hat tonight. Uh, you know, and she is she also no, she's in St. Catharines, uh yes, not Toronto. St. Catharines, so. uh 25 years old, uh very young actually, yeah. Um, and what's her deal? Fun employee? What 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 does that mean? Like unemployed? Um, she's unemployed. She could be or in between, you know, opportunities. Jobs. Yes. Okay. Uh, she's coming to win, not to make friends. She's got until short... she makes lifelong friends. <laughs> until she makes a lifelong friend with a short temper while hangry, she is hoping to stay away from slop and keep focused on her vision of winning big. So she's not looking. The, the have not uh, prospect is is daunting to her. I get that that feeling from her. Slop, slop isn't that big of a deal for people. If you if you've had oatmeal you'll be fine it just sucks it's the the people who just intake so much calories right that right. are gonna really feel the pain if you're a gym right? rat right or whatever yeah like you can't the amount that you would have to consume is just insane and it, it just doesn't help honestly so like when people complain about slop i think it's more in their head more than anything and not being able to you like to like have the the common you know food that you're used to but like these weeks this is big brother canada weeks especially they're not that long when it comes no. to being a have not and then someone's gonna might take pity on you and have a wendy's takeout meal as well uh, and, and the amount of times that they give away like oh we're have everyone's having a party even the have nots like it isn't as daunting as it was before so don't worry mm -hmm. about slop um, and summer is the last house guest we need to talk about. So this, this yeah. she'll be the, the last here. But where do you think, if you had to guess, uh, Jamil, where do you think uh, summer will go in the draft? Um, probably near the middle, bottom middle. Uh, she doesn't really exude any type of, you know, bee sting. But I think she'll she turns some heads in terms of her her. Um, her her social game. I think this is Amanda's. Amanda will pick this player. All right. Why, why do you think, think she will? Amanda likes sassy, strong women that like you know can, can like stand up for themselves. She likes. I, I find like, and she seems like that's the type of girl she is. Yeah, she's gonna be on each week, and she's gonna be like, um, "Hey, Arissa, let's have a romance." You know, she talked from about in the video. Yeah, from she talked about in the video. Um, she's gonna get along with uh, Jessica and and a lot of other individuals in the house. Um, I think she's gonna do well. I think she's gonna do well, unless she's too gimmicked. If she's too gimmicked, I, I think people are gonna like not believe in her her portrayal, right? Um, or think that it's a portrayal and want to not have her in the house. Yeah, like I think she's I, gonna get how get in fights. She will get in fights with people in this house. With like the, our previous no, our previous um who who was our previous one? The oh, um, Stephanie? Uh, her and Stephanie. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I just see her wanting to like tussle it up, like just kind of like conflict. I just see I see that occurring now. I mean she might come up on the right side of that conflict, but I see conflict occurring. Like the feud we got last year, Jamil, with um with Latoya and Victoria, right? And there was, you know, kind or of Or Victoria and Tara. 
or Victorian Terra, or there was a couple <laughs> of them in there, um, or even Victor- Victoria and uh, Austin, right? You know, yeah. when, when Austin and Braden went off. Oh, so Latoya and um, Latoya and Kyle too. Yeah, Latoya and pretty much everybody. You know, so <laughs> she's the new Latoya. Well, possibly her, but like I think there's a few potential Latoyas in this group. Like I, you know, I'm wondering who. I think that they definitely cast somebody who will just be like a super aggressive player, who I think people initially will want to work with, but then after a couple of weeks they'll go, "Ugh, uh, you, you're a little too much. You're a little too intense. You don't, um, you don't play." Like a lot of people like they like the slow and steady, reliable somewhat boring game you know and that tends to what holds true um more often than not i find but anyway okay summer okay so um first thing we have to talk about is um all the shows are somewhat symbiotic in terms of people reviewing what happened before and using it as the basis of what they do going forward. Not everyone, because obviously there's recruits with varying knowledge about big brother, but people are aware of what happens. So we've just come off big brother um, 23 and also big brother celebrity three, right? Um, They were able to see at least the fallout for both of them, Uh, not necessarily the finale for big brother celebrity three, but, um, the fallout already occurred concerning Todrick, right? And talking poorly about individuals while in the house, right? At the same time, you have the elephant in the room in terms of the cookout. Do you see any of those elements playing um, a factor in Big Brother Canada 10? Well, uh, I think there's a good chance that there will be talk of that. Like, I think it's, I think it's, it's presumed that we will. There's the potential of that just like there's always like, let's get a women's alliance together because that the fans will love it, you know, or like uh, some of the the fans will like it. So there's um, there's five African Canadian, I guess, um, people. Is that right? And then we have two Indian people, like right. Sorry. And then whatever Josh Nash is. I don't know what Josh Nash is. Uh, Josh Nash? Uh... They don't show nationality, really. So you don't necessarily know. Yeah, I don't know what Josh Nash I would does. guess him to be like South Pacific Asian, maybe, or something. Because I, I would imagine I... Spanish. You don't know. With like a, the name like Josh Nash, there's nothing to go off. Could be Filipino. Yeah. Like even Moose could be West Indian... You know, you you do, you don't know. So, be, yeah. so perception is reality. And do they perceive that there is a majority that could possibly be working together? And honestly, I think it's gonna the elephant's gonna re- come into play pretty quickly. But I think a lot of people are gonna understand that it's probably not gonna happen here. Yeah, I don't think it will because. Um... I do think it's very, they're very diverse. And um, I don't know. I, I think in America, it's that they have, there's a bit more of a, a common bond. Whereas in Canada, like everyone's kind of comes from like different backgrounds all the time. But yeah, I don't know. It's just a little bit different in Canada, I find. Uh, I, I, what I've no, observed in, uh, in not just in Survivor and Big Brother, uh, since, since they've increased the diversity of the cast, which I think is overall a net positive thing to have like more diversity mm-hmm. among the cast. But I think that there's a, there's something that uh, if you're a minority 
and you're in that house and you're going, oh my God, there's only like five other white people here or three other white people here. We certainly can't let the white people win. We have to make sure, you know, we have to make sure that somebody who's not white wins this. Um, because yeah, the Todger Call uh, philosophy. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's not really in the, in the in, would, would rubber hit the road. <laughs> no, I guess he was working with uh, with Misha all the way through. Right? He was but... responsible for like <laughs> the the minorities getting voted out. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think that I think it's almost like they feel like they they a lot of them have to like live up to that, like you know that they're gonna have to answer for that on the outside. I don't know if that's true or not, but like they, I I don't think it's true, and the reason why is we've already seen success in big brother canada in terms of like diversity performing well as well, opposed Tashaun to one last year he was the first black winner right and so yeah, oh, yeah but you have gary glitter who who practically won uh, season didn't. one <laughs> <laughs> yeah topaz right yeah right but like but when you think of like the bb legends it isn't like for us it's daniel reyes and um um, when it comes to African American Marcellus, really, for all the wrong reasons, right? Usually people get voted out in the first couple of weeks, and that's what people were complaining about that they get yeah. voted out early. Big Brother Canada doesn't necessarily have that issue. No, right? I, no. I agree. So no, therefore, there isn't the call to arms <laughs> per <laughs> se, as you see in Canada, right? Like did people go, we need to get Kiefer out because we don't want someone like him getting to the end with his story? Uh, I think they, I think it was kind of like he had a good story and he was also very likable. And like, I think with Kiefer, but like, you know, I think um, at, least, at least this is what was said at the end here when uh, ultimately Braden chose to, you know, take Deshaun to the final two instead of uh, Tara. Now, this is partly because Tashawn romanced him and like you know uh, sweet talked him for all that time, but he and was plus like he didn't want Tara the underdog that you know the plucky underdog that wasn't supposed to be there. You right. wouldn't want her in the final two with you, no way. <laughs> no, no, because she fought her way to there, right? Yeah. You know, and she even she even had to come right back into the house, so she had a good story too. But like that's what he said. He's like, I want to make sure there's the first black winner, and therefore uh, we're taking the final two are both black men, and so they're in and and guaranteeing that, right? So uh, there was a little bit of that in that season, but it, it, not as much as it was like uh, a part of Big Brother twenty three, uh, USA. Dave, do you think that if uh, if Braden could have beat Tashawn, uh, he would have taken him? I think Brayden was uh, wanted a, a romance. I think that uh, you know he was in love partly with Deshaun, and that, that kind of clouded things and what he chose to do at the end. But um, do you but think he, though, that if, if yeah, you think he could have won, <laughs> because we knew that Brayden had no chance of winning, like, did you think that if he was able to, like, if he had a stronger case for whatever reason that led up to that situation, that Deshaun would have taken him? Yes, I think that if like I think that they were both rational. If but if but they I don't think they necessarily were armed with that knowledge. But if they had that knowledge, yes, I think it's possible that Braden would would have done something the smart thing. You mean Tashawn? Well, Tashawn or did, did was it Braden who took Tashawn or Tashawn who took Braden? Tashawn took Braden. Tashawn won the final HOH. Oh, okay, and so that's chose Braden that, over. That's Tara. what Tashawn said to Tara you know yeah. uh when he evicted tara right yeah so uh yeah like i think that um 
I think ultimately Tashawn was there to win, uh, regardless of uh, like race or anything like that. You, you know, he, when you go, he was so cold to Jets that he's like, "Listen, man, like I don't care. Like I want to win the game. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> you know?" And like Jets is like, "But isn't it like great if like you and I go to the final two? He's like, "Not really. Like you might beat me, and therefore dumb. Like yeah. so why why would I do that? You know?" But I so I. So I some house guests uh, believe in like that kind of thing and others don't, you know, others are just there to win for themselves. And you know, the smart ones, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I think Deshaun you could was end up like woo, 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 and then lose. Woo. Look, woo. you yeah, need to right. come with me. You know, can't trust, can't trust cat. <laughs> right. I think Deshaun, well, it would have been interesting to Deshaun and Jedson in the end, if that had been the final two, but uh, I think Deshaun still would have won. I think Tashan was looking pretty good, actually. You yeah. know, even though he he laid low for a lot of it, you know. So uh, we'll see if that kind of strategy is adopted. But who's good at competitions? All, always is going to be a, a, the most important currency early in this game. I think yeah. you know, and then and then you build social on top of that. But that's why I think Marty's a good choice to start off with because if he's gunning for that first HOH and kind mm -hmm. of establishes himself, that can be really good. He's not. If Kevin wins the first HOH, he's going to totally Frenchie himself. Yeah, yeah, like, I think it's always best to be the first HOH. I think that the first HOH is almost always in a good position unless you're, like, you're playing, like, a Frenchie or or even, or like, a, Yeah, unless you're just a mess. Like, Suzette, sorry, Suzette. Uh, certain players, right. like, in this cast, like, I think if, like, yeah, like, if Herman got the first HOH or Stephanie or, like, these big, boisterous personalities, I don't think they're going to do well. Yeah. You know, they tend uh, it tends to go to their head. I think I don't think I don't think it, it cannot because like you'll have 15 other people sucking up to you because they don't want to be the first one out, right? So yeah, and they're gonna have to lie to like a bunch of people or like piss off at least two people, and then they'll probably screw that up too. And then you know, like if you can't control your first week and figure out what alliance you kind of want to work with, you know, at least for a few weeks, and that you have to do it quick, you know, like and if you don't do that, then your your, your first HOH is you're gonna be in trouble. Okay. Um, fellas, I ask you, what are you hoping for this season? Uh, I'm hoping for more of the same from last season where we're going to get like the two sides of the house that are kind of going back and forth. I thought that was really interesting. You know, ultimately, like I would have liked more of a fight out of Austin and, uh, and, uh, the Rocho. Yeah. And Braden and Rocho and, and Kyle, you know, cause they were supposed to be the resistance against like Tashawn and Jensen and Beth and that side. And then you had like Victoria playing the middle. And I, I like, I think that's always like the best kind of big brother I want to see is like kind of two alliances slugging it out. But the, the, um, ultimately usually one of those alliances dominates the other you know we never quite get like the the the, the great rivalry that we hope for you know we usually somebody's gonna be the faute uh to the level six uh alliance <laughs> right? forgot about that season five of us till the end <laughs> yeah, life put it out of my memory <laughs> will right. we get a go oh, sorry uh jeff what are you hoping for this season um you know what big brother canada just Make me interested in your show. That's it. Fair enough. That's all I want. You want um, a new theme song, Jeff? I no, that stop. Would help. Stop. Okay, I thought he was gonna play the theme song. The, That's why I was trying to preemptively stop. A new a, a new theme song, or just yes, that. Um, I need AC to tone it down just a notch, and which isn't gonna happen, but I, that's what I want. And uh, at this, okay. And the thing is, like with with the overall like house, 
at some point, can we make the house a little smaller? It's too big. It's a huge house. Yeah. Like it's so easy and to go shiny. Off I don't need it so shiny. It looks yeah. so, so super like. I feel like I'm in. Um, is like J.J. Abrams directing this? Right. Why? Like is this Star Trek Four? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think that the house is is very compared to the U.S. house, which is like almost more too homey. cramped. Yeah, yeah, but I like it, like because it should be right. Because like the whole like in in, in Celebrity Big Brother, where uh, <gasps> what's his name, um, uh, Lamar was talking to uh, Todrick in the bathroom, and Lamar, he was like. Lower your voice, Lamar. He's like, what? Huh? Are we making an alliance, Todrick? And uh, he's like, get your voice down. Get your voice down. Right? Where in the Big Brother Canada house, I think I feel like there are places you can go and never be heard at all. But but people are too dumb. Like um, when, um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, uh, Tashan and um, uh, Tashan, um, who was it? Uh, a whole bunch of the Latoya. Uh, they were a Jetson. They were talking at the table, and uh, uh, Victoria was like in the background, sitting down. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we were talking about her, um, but you know, oh right, did she did she hear us? And did she? Yes. You just hear in the background, yes. And they're like, yes, what? It's like I heard you. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, she was like laying right there on the couch, and they were trash talking her in the yeah. kitchen while they were eating their eggs. Yeah, I remember that. Um, it's like I can still hear you. It's like there are places where you can't be heard, but people are too dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're just like, yeah, you're not even looking around to see who's around before you talk. You know, then hey, continue. I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm hoping for um, alliance names that don't make me embarrassed to be a part of the show, like the <laughs> the Sunsetters. You know. It's Not bad. It's a good name. Good name. Tripod is a terrible sunsetters name. for life. For life. For life. Tripod. Tripod sounds like a sexual position or something. <laughs> well, it was basically <laughs> a thruple, so right. Uh, um, I, the I triangle. I, yeah. No, they called themselves the the tripod, didn't they? The isosceles triangle, aka I, the sauce, has been on fire in competitions lately. I stand corrected. The Ugh. sauce. The isosceles so triangle. triangle. The sauce, which is basically a tripod. Um, <laughs> I, I I want rants. I want rants. I want people yelling rants? at each other. I want. Do you know what I want? I have for me. He knows it. He knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I have, oh yeah, yeah. After you play it, I have one thing I would actually like from this. The man with the mullet, big gullet, bigger heart. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, I want some Todd Bridges energy in this house. Somebody has to not give an F about anything that's going on. Uh, I, I, because there's too much. This is my one thing in Big Brother Canada, and the American show's guilty of it too. I'm not saying it's not, but everybody is just like, we're so happy to be here. This is amazing. Oh my God, we're doing like they're, they're too into it. I need a little bit of eh, aggressive, like, you know, whatever. Just yeah, I, I need, need some, some Lamar Todd energy. Bridges energy. That's what I need. You yeah. guys did not think that Todd Bridges came to play. <laughs> I want to see some Lamar energy. And he just rips the cards. <laughs> rips Why'd you rip my cards for? <laughs> he just rips it. <laughs> the one thing about Elo, he does not lose. Hello, he does not lose. He doesn't win either. He doesn't win either. He he comes third. <laughs> he's like in the middle. I'm, you know, he's but he came fourth actually. Fourth. 
Fourth out Third of four. Yeah, not even on the podium. Yep. Um, okay. Well, hey, I think I, I'm. I, I think there's a lot of potential here. You know, we won't know until they get going. But Wednesday, we'll be covering that. Now, Jamil, you can't join us Wednesday, right? So, yeah. um, I will. So- I will race back, try to catch up to the episode, and come in the tail end, um, and try to see if I can drop some knowledge. But um, I'm. I'm gonna. I have a date with the night, the Dark Knight. Oh, Batman. The sparkly Dark Knight. Oh, this, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a very sparkling one. Okay, well, that good luck with all that. Yes, absolutely. Batman is a is a is a it looks like to be a very good movie. Uh, we'll see. Out. So Jeff and I will be here on Wednesday to talk about the premiere of Big Brother Canada 10, uh, following that airing on Global uh, here in Canada. Uh, also, uh, you should check out our other content here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Jeff and I, uh, some time ago, we talked about Ozark, the beginning of season four. They just announced today that the, the final seven episodes will be released in April. Uh, and so Jeff and I will be catching up on that and the finale of Ozark when that comes out. We also love to talk about Marvel over here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Uh, most recently, we talked about the Hawkeye show uh, that came out on Disney+. Plus. Um, and uh, I think Moon Knight is the next thing we'll be talking about, is that will be the next mcu uh release he better call uh, dracula a fucking nerd yeah what where's my money dracula <laughs> where's our money uh, <laughs> they gotta get they better put that in the show uh <laughs> where is dracula's not in the avengers uh so we'll be talking about that um on on moon night and then uh, dr strange uh is coming up in may uh what else uh we just finished talk about celebrity big brother three uh as we mentioned a few times check that out survivor 20 what season is coming up 42 is that what's coming up season survivor season 42 the most dangerous season ever we'll be talking about that that's premiering a week after big brother canada 9 so we're going to find a way to try to talk about that uh on top of big brother canada and um what else uh that's mostly it. Uh, also, you should check out our other two channels. One's called Trivial Debates. It's a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and like a game show format. Uh, it's on the last Sunday of our month, which was today. We just did we did our, our, our most recent episode. Jeff was hosting this morning. Jamil was competing. Uh, we had Jody Simpson, and we had Max Duda as well. I won't spoil the result, but you should go over to our Trivial Debates channel and check out that episode. It was a great one. A lot of different uh, topics were debated. Also, we have Live Long in Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel, where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Monday nights, uh, we, we do a, a rewatch series of Star Trek Enterprise, the one starring Scott Bakula. Uh, tomorrow, we talk about the episode Sleeping Dogs, uh, along with Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and Kevin Millard. Tuesday nights, we talk about Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, where uh, we go through all those episodes. We're now into season five. And the episode this week is uh, Let He Who throws the first stone or something it's the risa episode we're going to risa uh on d space nine this week uh, and um and then let his he is who, who is without sin that's the name of the episode that we're talking about on tuesday and then on thursday uh we'll we're, we're gonna be talking about star trek discovery season four episode 11 i think we're up to now um and uh that also star trek picard is starting this week uh very exciting uh, who, so- who's on the star trek discovery panel uh michael chan discovery zone michael chan as he appeared in episode eight of that show we're all very uh, excited and proud of him um and uh i hope to see his character again on star trek discovery um and uh maybe on star trek for current for all we know um but, although he's <laughs> from a different century um and uh, and then to celebrate the beginning of star trek picard our next installment of star trek radio theater where we do script reads is the characters of star trek uh in like a like an audio drama kind of a 
the format. Um, we got uh, Hiding Q coming up, which was a, a, an episode from 1987. That was, was in the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, our friend Jody Simpson playing Q. I'll be playing Picard. We got Steve Shives coming over from his YouTube channel. Um, he's playing Riker, as he did with us in season two of Radio Theater. We got Discovery's own Michael Chan playing mm -hmm. Data. His wife, uh, Jessica, playing Tashiar. Jeff playing Jordy LaForge. Uh, we got our friend Mott being Worf, my wife Jane being Dr. Crusher, and Kevin being Wesley Crusher with Ashley Millard narrating. So we're looking forward to bringing that to you next. Uh, this, uh, I guess, will be you know, just a few days from now, Saturday, March 5th at 9.30 p.m. And I think that's that's all of our podcasts. You should also check out my son, Eamon Mater. He's got a podcast called Let's Talk About Fighting Games. He does under his alias, Sam Jerka, uh, which he also does with Sonic, Smash Bros, Seth, and Paranoia. Uh, they just uh, released an episode on February 12th called The Start of Season 2, and they were talking Biken, I think, or something like that. So that's exciting. Also, Davin Skelhorn is our friend, uh, and, and he's also Jeff and I's cousin uh, out of Nova Scotia. He does his Star Trek podcast called Locutors of Trek. Uh, he just did uh, – he does debates – there he does uh, trivia he does all kinds of fun things over on locutors of trek plus he has x-men the animated series rewatch i'm gonna be on that this tuesday to talk about uh whatever the first episode of season two was of that show till, is uh, it till death to us part maybe i think it is till death to us part. yeah that, that sounds right um yeah uh oh oh my god i gotta block some of these comments here um and well um uh, and i'm putting that person in time out oh, no don't no stun star Oh, a great name. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Something else. Yeah. Block. Cut blocked, as Kevin Smith would say. Um, and uh, yeah, X-Men, the animated series. He, uh, Davin and uh, and Andre, the one he does that podcast with, uh, they just interviewed uh, Eric and Julia Lewald, from, who were the executive producers, co-creators of Star Trek, the animated series. They did an hour and a half interview over on their channel. It was really fun. And uh, I learned so many things about just how they developed that show. Uh, really, really good podcast. Check that out over there as well. Um, and like I said, I'll be there on Tuesday okay that's it i think yeah. we can we can we can go out uh with a bang here um and i know where i know what we need uh, please take us away don't, don't you know it don't you know. don't <laughs> all right no i, I know what you really want i know what you really want okay guys we'll see you on tuesday but until then um we will you know and remember someone is always watching Oh, thank you.